Good afternoon and happy Friday to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly dairy market podcast powered by High Ground Dairy. Today's Friday, February 9th, and you're hearing from Alyssa Badger, Vice President of High Ground Dairy, and Kara Murphy, our Senior Manager of Market Intelligence. In case you missed last week's episode, the groundhog, Phil, did not see his shadow on Groundhog Day, and it's sunny and 60 degrees here in Chicago, so I think he might be onto something with an early spring. In other news, we did announce another speaker for our Global Dairy Outlook Conference this June in Chicago, Christophe Lafouge, Managing Director and CEO of Jira Group, We'll be coming to speak at our conference to discuss the latest happenings and forecasts for the European dairy industry. You will not want to miss this event as we have more speakers to confirm in the coming weeks that you'll be very excited to hear from as well. Anyway, it's been a busy start to the month here, so let's kick off another CME spot market recap of the week. Awesome. Dryway has been on the rise over the past couple weeks. It stalled a bit throughout this week, though, but reached 52 cents per pound on Thursday, the highest price since June 10th, 2022. Today, it held at 52 cents with a total of three trades. In the cheese market, blocks trended a bit lower, sitting in the upper 150s with only two trades on the week, while barrels jumped around and closed at 157 and three quarters with nine trades. The block versus barrel price spread is currently inverted at a three-quarter cent gap. A rather quiet week in the butter market until today, where it sank five and a half cents to close at two sixty-nine per pound, with a total of twelve trades. And in the non-fat dry milk market, there is some support in the low one twenties, where we have now bounced around for the past two weeks. Today's settlement was one twenty even, with a total of twenty trades. Thanks, Kara. We started the week off strong with the USDA December Dairy Product Production Report that we thought was slightly bullish on cheese and butter, full bull on WPC34, whey protein isolates, and lactose. The other key products in that report, dry whey, WPC80, and nonfat dry milk, had pretty neutral data attached to it. What was the key takeaway there? Absolutely. Butter was the standout of this report, up 4.4% compared to last year. This was surprising given the lower levels seen in the latest cold storage report. But the considerable production number here indicates that demand was the likely culprit of the small stocks. Total cheese output rose for the third consecutive month, but the year-on-year change was less than 1%. Cheddar volumes dropped while natural American totals grew on a big push from other American varieties. Nonfat dry milk and dry whey powder output was neutral to our expectations. Nonfat production continues to struggle while manufacturing is focused on whey protein concentrates greater than 80% and isolates at the expense of dry whey. Other data out this week focused on the U.S. was the December trade data closing out the calendar year, which was the third highest on record. December did mark the 11th consecutive month of negative exports flowing out of the country, but if we want to try and find something positive, the decline over prior year was the smallest that we've seen since last March, so things are improving. Another positive aspect is that trade with Mexico reached an all-time high in 2023, up 13%. Yeah, there wasn't any crazy moves this month, but there was some notable key takeaways as we wrap up the last bits of 2023. Cheese exports increased year over year in December on big shipments to Mexico and China, still with impressive demand for grated and powdered cheese. 
Nonfat dry milk exports rose in December, primarily due to increased shipments to Vietnam, Thailand, and Egypt. Dryway exports saw a dismal year so far on the substantial losses to China. However, whey protein concentrate greater than 80%. Exports keep pushing higher to the country, with greater volumes also seen to Japan, Canada, and Brazil. Lastly, butter isn't going anywhere. With high prices stateside, it's likely we could see another year of poor sales in 2024, as we did throughout 2023. Total exports should stabilize in 2024, except, like you mentioned, on butter, which will continue to hover around current levels. Anything else, Kara? Yeah, before we jump into international markets, we have to talk about dairy cow slaughter. Wow, what a turn. In the first four weeks of 2024, total U.S. dairy cow slaughter is already 57,000 head below the same time in 2022. The last time we saw the year start off this low was back in 2010. All major dairy-producing regions are marking losses greater than 15% against the prior year. The largest loss, of course, comes from California, with slaughter rates down over 20% compared to 2022 each week in January, ending the month at a nearly 20,000 head loss. This dynamic is not necessarily surprising given the tight heifer inventory. Farmers are holding on to their older cows for longer, but it is a significant number nonetheless. Thanks, Kara. All right, let's get into what's going on in the rest of the world. Most importantly, let's discuss that bullish global dairy trade event. This auction provided strong support, surprising many who have been closely monitoring the market in recent months. Butter was the clear outlier, jumping 10.3% to highs not observed since April 2022, given the tighter offer volumes and elevated demand that we continue to see. Whole milk powder prices also saw a significant increase of 3.4%, establishing a new floor price of $3,400 per metric ton. Skim milk powder prices broke out of the recent range, pushing back to levels that we haven't seen since May of 23, with demand for New Zealand skim milk powder creating a significant premium over European product. In Europe, the focus is on widespread protests happening in Ireland, Spain, and Italy in support, of course, of the other protests that were actively taking place in France, Germany, and Belgium, all of which were over concerns regarding green rules, unfair competition from overseas, and low ag prices. And guess what? It worked because this intense pressure from farmers pushed the European Commission to drop key passages in a proposal for the new 2040 goal of cutting greenhouse gas pollution. A mention of a possible 30% cut to agricultural pollution between 2015 to 2040, which was in previous drafts of this situation, has been removed. Also removed were recommendations for citizens to make changes to their behavior, like eating less meat and the push to end fossil fuel subsidies. So far, this is a win for farmers in Europe. And then quickly on China, there doesn't seem to be much good news coming out of that country. In recent weeks, the state security ministry has reportedly made it clear that Beijing is on the lookout for those disseminating negative views on China's economic and market prospects. The government has censored and tried to intimidate renowned economists, financial analysts, investment banks, and social media influencers for any bearish assessments of the economy and the government's policies. In addition, news articles about people experiencing financial struggle or a poor living standard for migrant workers are being removed. 
However, data that we do have access to this week showed that China's consumer price index did tumble in January, falling by 0.8% compared with a year earlier. This was the fourth consecutive month of declines, as well as the sharpest drop since September of 2009, when the global economy was still grappling with aftershocks from the 2008 banking crisis. I think there's some optimistic numbers from the country, like record high savings accounts. So if consumers do get any sort of boost in confidence, the spending could get quite strong. Speaking of spending, it is officially February 10th in China and elsewhere. So we do want to wish you a happy Chinese New Year filled with love, peace, and prosperity. May this year of the dragon be a year of abundance for you. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information, as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.